2: Welcome to the There It Is Podcast, a comedy podcast to help you find your inspiration. I'm your host, Jason Farr. Let's do this. Thanks so much for being here. Really appreciate that. If this is your first time listening, a special thanks to you. We have tons of episodes that you can check out on SoundCloud or Apple Podcasts. They're all available and uh, please don't forget to like us on twitter and facebook at there it is pod you can also follow our newsletter subscribe to that link in bio well today's guest is a good friend she's an awesome person she is so incredibly talented she's been in an off-broadway play she's done other productions here she's super-duper talented, and super-duper sweet. And we have a really great chat. We get into a lot of things, and I hope you find it edifying. Let's get right to it. Here's my chat with Melissa Maricich. You're from Seattle. Mm-hmm. L- lived there your whole life?
1: Yes, that's where I grew up.
2: Nice. Um, I have a friend that is from Seattle. I've not been there. I have some friends mm-hmm. who moved there for music because it's such a big music hub for... Yeah. um it's like punk (laughs) rockers, yes um and the friend who's there is like her brother is in a band i love yeah and that's why i (laughs) found her and became friends with her Mm -hmm. um but so it's i i I really want to go because it's what i've seen of especially the surrounding areas it's beautiful and seattle sounds really cool
1: yeah you should you should come it's funny just before i forget the the (laughs) bit about the punk rock and the grunge and everything so i grew up uh, about forty five minutes like south um, east of mm-hmm. Seattle proper. Mm-hmm. This little area Maple Valley, Renton. So if I told people oh. that I was from Maple Valley, Washington, everyone would give me a very
2: strange, <laughs> strange look. Yeah. <laughs> yeah totally.
1: <laughs> so it's a really funny so I grew up like very my my background is very classically trend I started like little ballerina and stuff but the reason I bring it up now with the grunge thing is because (laughs) I grew up listening we listened to Vivaldi and Rodgers and Hammerstein so it was not until I moved to New York only a few years ago that I even heard of Nirvana and everyone's like they were like Seattle is so great grunge and I had zero idea what people were talking we
2: about. You hadn't heard... I
1: think I'd heard the word, but I had no idea what it pertained to.
2: I can't believe...
1: I know, I know. It's pretty... It's pretty I bad.
2: feel the oldest I've ever felt. Oh, no. That's not
1: <laughs> a good enough. I'm an odd duck. Most... Most <laughs> of my peers would know. It's just I, like... Read Jane Austen and Dickens, and I
2: could see you know, that. I could see that. Knowing you, I could see that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Very special, Melissa Bubble.
2: Oh gosh! Well, did you know about Pearl Jam being from there, or <laughs> no? <laughs> By your expression, that the listeners cannot, <laughs> cannot see, see, you no. did not know about Pearl Jam. <laughs>
1: I was in ignorance for a little
2: while. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you don't even know. Did did I just inform you of Pearl Jam? <laughs> that... No, I know. Okay. okay, about okay. Pearl Jam. And be, who else Sunny Day funny. Real Estate they were kind of undergroundish, so you may not have nah. heard of them yep. yeah nah. you definitely don't know them right, Melissa's
1: gonna start writing down well, homework for when she's
2: done Sunny Day Real Estate is unfair for me to say it's not like I said Soundgarden Soundgarden makes more sense if I'm doing going from like Nirvana to All Pearl Jam and then it's younger. Right, because that was the era. That was the yes. '90s.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I feel I feel old now often because my like, I have nieces and nephews that are like going to be teenagers soon.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so. And they're talking about. I don't know, know whatever, just <laughs> Post do. Malone or somebody. I don't know. I don't <laughs> Something. Don't know. I don't know. What <laughs>
1: these youngsters?
2: <laughs> oh wow! Anyway, sorry, that was a total
1: tangent. But, no, but yeah, you're <laughs> his friend, and yeah, I am a friend there, there.
2: But you mentioned um, ballet there, so you've trained because I, I just because I know this about you, you've trained in a bunch of yeah. in a bunch of stuff. Like yeah. you're very well trained. It was one of the things when we met. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess almost two years ago, we uh, you were. Kind of talking about what you've done, and I was yeah. like, "Man, she's pretty young to have done all of that stuff." Yeah. It's it's very impressive.
1: Well, Thanks. I'm I'm a recipient of that as much, you know. As I can't I can't really claim any uh, value on my own for <laughs> being given the opportunities to train young. Um, I mean, I was just one of these little little girls that was uh, dancing all over the mm-hmm. house to everyone else's <laughs> detriment. Uh-huh. Like we had this long hallway. And I was little, and I would run down it and leap. And my brother's bedroom was right at the end, so if they were coming out as I was leaping down, a lot of a lot of problems happened. So finally, when when I was old enough to start actually taking lessons, um, everyone was a lot happier to have a little bit of an outlet. Melissa's training <laughs> gave it a little more control. Here the yeah, it gave me some more control. So that's what I was gonna um, kind of do and be for a long time. I was a little girl that was gonna be a ballerina and did a point and and all that stuff. Um, I have to say that's a very good memory though. 2 years ago at a, a housewarming party where you you meet everybody. That's 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 impressive. Well, anyway.
2: uh, we there are only a couple of other actors there. So that's I was right. talking to the two of you a bunch because
1: we all understood each other. Right, right.
2: Yes. You know, and our friend was hosting, so you know, <laughs> I, I couldn't interact with him as much. Right. And and he was the only person I knew there. Okay, <laughs> right. that's
1: good. Well I think that was probably the same for me, so
2: Yeah. Fortune um,
1: smiling upon us.
2: Yeah. I like it. And You have how many siblings?
1: I have a lot, so (laughs) prepare yourselves. Um, I'm the sixth of nine kids.
2: Wow. Yeah. The sixth.
1: I'm the sixth,
2: Of nine. So, yeah, uh, little...
1: Little and what's little funny,
2: Melissa dancing around.
1: Yes. And what's funny is when people hear that, nine you know, it was normal to me. I, I that was normal. But now of course I'm like, Wow, my, my parents are saints. But, uh, but but everyone will say, like, wow, that must have been just crazy and I'm like, Well, probably was, but I was probably one of them making it crazy. Like, I don't remember. I was one of the ones that was probably not shutting up. I talked a lot then too. Um, so yeah. It's
2: well, fun. no, that's I feel like the people I know who come from big families are good conversationalists because yeah. um, at least the ones I've interacted with yeah. because they know how to talk yeah,
1: <laughs> they yeah. know how well,
2: to like you know fit how to in get along
1: with with um, a variety of personalities and that too yeah. how to when one must make oneself heard <laughs> if you need to in a in a large group but also be able to get the various kind of you know people are not always in the same mood at the same time right a big family right um so yeah yeah there there's a lot of really wonderful <laughs> training that talk about training <laughs> you really want to be way you, just go, yeah. you know just be part of a big family what are you know,
2: the what age I mean. differences like the oldest yes we've asked
1: um the oldest uh,
2: knew about nirvana <laughs> yes he did he did
1: i will text him after this I'm like hey yeah yo, yeah yo, you knew about nirvana right i'm sure he did um the gap is 19 years, so the mm. oldest is uh, like 38, and the youngest is, um, I think he just turned 20, and the oldest mm-hmm. is about to turn 39.
2: You 20. think? He wow. He just did,
1: I know. Terrible well, no way big I know. Sister. <laughs> I'm just well, kidding. I'm well, just like, yeah.
2: We well, have nine birthdays to it. Well, well, eight yeah. birthdays to remember. Yeah, yeah.
1: I actually have my <laughs> sibling, the dates of their birthdays, uh, my siblings, all down. Mm-hmm. But it is now my nieces and nephews that is a real, uh, real singer, uh, My guy. <laughs>
2: Yeah, uh, I... would probably Well, that's to. why there's a birthday alarm. That's true. But you that's feel totally bad true. putting family in that, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean,
1: at a certain point, I will probably have to with nieces and nephews. There's a lot of them. Do you, you mm-hmm. have nieces and nephews?
2: Um, From, like, cousins and best friends. That's I have great. one brother, yeah. and he doesn't have kids, yeah. so I, I don't that's yet great. have... Your
1: honorary uncle.
2: <laughs> I'm honorary uncle. yeah. That's
1: great. Actually, that's perfect, because you, like, you get extra credit for anything you do. Yeah. Whereas when you're an you're actual niece kind of expected. It. Expect it. They're like, you
2: if <laughs> I bring him a toy, then I'm the best. Yes. Because I, I didn't have you to. You didn't have to, for sure. For sure. <laughs> oh, was it a Catholic family? Why like yeah, Nine yeah, kids? Do okay, do okay, we cool. We are
1: Catholic, yeah. But um, my parents, too, they just, um, I mean, you Just know, love each other. That, they do. They do. <laughs> Praise <laughs> be to God. They do. Um, but they also really, they wanted a big family, which mm-hmm. is, I mean, I was, you know, kind of talking in fun, like. Yeah, they're saints and they are to have like sacrificed for all of us. But they really are. They just really cared to have a big family and mm-hmm. invested in us and um it is funny. I I remember I would when I was in high school, I did like a little tutoring and and stuff for some other big families. Mm-hmm. And I remember before I met a couple of them i was like i don't know how i'm ever gonna keep these kids like straight i just mm-hmm. there's so many they all look alike and lo and behold <laughs> you know a week in i'm like oh, no one would ever mix that one up with that one you know like jimmy <laughs> up with joe or whatever right, right? right and so it was a good lesson to me that people are only a number until we actually interface mm-hmm. with
2: them exactly
1: and then they're not a number right and then it's like right. well who would we skip over
2: absolutely so. yeah like my i'd Friends in college who are identical twins. Oh, wow. And it's so easy to tell the difference between yes. the two of them. Even though they look. That like like so alike. Yeah. You know, like the average person isn't wasn't noticing the difference. For sure. But there was a difference. Yeah, <laughs> you a, notice totally a totally different
1: human being. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like
2: absolutely. Different a little different demeanor, you yeah. know, like you notice the nuances yeah. after the a while. The hard
1: part would be is when you're on the phone with people like that. Like this like this would be yeah. a difficult it, with the identical <laughs> twins just cuz of the sound, They
2: sound so much alike. It's true. That's well, kind of cool though. But, yeah. Yeah.
1: People. Yeah, yeah so <laughs> Uh, we got on this because uh, oh, dancing and dancing leaping down the hall. And, making,
2: making a <laughs> and you've but you've learned other forms of dancing. Yeah, so as well, like you've you've done it. Well, I guess not at all.
1: No, no, but you've not done a all. lot. I, I was uh, trained in a lot. Yeah, very lucky. So. When I was young, I, I started. I started ballet when I was five. It's kind of a typical. Mm-hmm. Little, they're just. That's they're the first just, one, right? Just old enough to like right. actually pay attention in class. I guess you know? it's like
2: learning jazz for a musician in college. Yes. You know, it's like that's the way they start people. Yeah,
1: well, that, mm-hmm. I just learned that. That's, I didn't know that. Great. <laughs> okay. Um, well,
2: you're learning about uh, Pearl Jam and Nirvana and and, and, <laughs> and starting jazz jazz in music. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, so yeah, I started I started ballet, but that's that's what I was pretty sure I was gonna do until I, um, I was about twelve or thirteen. I've mm-hmm. been on point for a couple of years at that point. Pun um, not intended. Uh, uh, I just got, a, I just what caught is, that.
2: I didn't necessarily know the right. so what does it mean to to be on point? Be on point? So it's the, other than the the vernacular, the vernacular of like they were on point. you're on it. Yeah.
1: yeah, like on fleek or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> those are a little different. Point is the shoe. It's a, a shoe that's mm-hmm. got the hard like box around right. the toe.
2: Oh, so it just means how far you've gotten into it. Means, yeah, it? Okay. it means that
1: you 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 know it's not a foolproof because there's um, different schools have different requirements. Oh, but okay, um, it means that to a to a, well, a, to degree, a degree to a point <laughs> to a degree. I don't know why this is coming out now. Um, <laughs> to a degree, you're you're at a level where you people feel you are you are ready so that you won't hurt yourself.
0: You know, that you're uh, okay, strong enough, okay. that
1: your technique is solid.
0: Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Um, now I am now I feel like I'm going to say point in every conversation. <laughs> and you also pointing point at me this, <laughs> a whole lot in oh, this, too, geez. for some reason. <laughs> There's <laughs> a lot of puns going on today. <laughs>
0: um,
1: so I, that's what I, I did until I was about 12 or 13, and I had been doing it pretty seriously. And so I kind of, I ended up being sort of tired out with it, which is kind of crazy, mm-hmm. when you're 12 or 13. But it was a good thing, ultimately, because... Um, I left. I didn't, I knew that's not what I wanted to be anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but I missed dancing. So and you went so, into
2: hip hop dancing? No, no. Well, <laughs> I should
1: have, it's actually really fun. And it would have been a good cross, uh, they talk about cross training, right. Mm-hmm. You know, is being so healthy. I've only, I've done little bits of like workshops for hip hop, um, uh, mm-hmm. which when you have such a, a ballet background, they lovingly or not so lovingly call us bun heads because we just, you know, like have this perfect <laughs> little posture and we're all walking around. And, um, so they're just constantly with hip hop. They're just trying to get us like, to,
2: like loosen up, loosen a little up, bit, and you're, like, yeah. just like,
1: could you get low? Could you just like get a little closer to the earth, like? Okay. Right,
2: right. So um, no,
1: I did not go right into hip hop. But uh, my, like I said, I'd grown up kind of Rogers and Hammerstein, and we watched all those movies and mm-hmm. watched, you know, Seven Brides for Seven Brothers and the dancing and everything. And at the same time, I had an aunt and uncle that loved to ballroom dance. Mm-hmm. So I miss dancing, and I'd love ballet and my mom was like you know what why don't you just try a little ballroom dancing and i was like sure whatever you
2: know
1: um and <laughs> fell in love with oddly it. yes there was a team um of four- a team yeah, for ballroom yes dancing? It's, it's totally a niche world um <laughs> it's a uh, there's formation in ballroom dancing so there's mm-hmm. a lot of co- uh one-on-one kind of couple competitions kind of kind of like the, mm-hmm, the
0: stars
1: mm-hmm. um but in addition to that there are a number of couples who will dance in formation, and they'll compete in that way. So it's about oh, okay, total okay. unison. Mm. Um, so I first got involved with the formation team and then fell in love with the dancing and, like, personal one-on-one competition. Mm-hmm, and so mm-hmm. I ended up doing that through high school. which wow. was Yeah. So it, it just it, it kind of um, opened up a new, like, horizon to me. <laughs> and it was at the same time when, you know, going through high school... It's uh, when your voice is changing a little bit. Um, is when you, I uh, found I could sing actually. Oh wow! So it helped.
2: Yeah. Okay. Those things kind of. Work I was into wondering hand. when that came into yeah, into yeah. the fold. Yeah. So your you know, voice changed and you realized you could sing.
1: Well, kind of. I mean, it's not that cut and dry, of course. But you know, as a little kid, I warbled plenty like <laughs> anyone else, right? Um, hum along and things. But. Um, as you go through puberty, you know more of what your voice is going to sound like as an adult. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's generally, they'll say, a better time to start training. Because when you are young, you know, about all they can really help mm-hmm. you do um, is, like, learn good breath control. And,
2: right. And, and
1: use of diaphragm mm-hmm. and stuff. Mm-hmm. But the reason they, at least they're linked in my mind, even though they really didn't intrinsically have anything to do with each other, with the, the ballroom and the singing, was it was at kind of along the same timeline um, that I had more time to myself actually because I wasn't doing all the ballet mm-hmm. and um, and so I I could do I started because I was dancing I also got into the musical theater because you can sing so it's if they find you can sing and dance they just shuffle you off to
2: right I get it and so then acting comes into the yes, fold
1: yes interesting
2: yeah. interesting mm-hmm. um, so for you what brought you into this everything you're doing the acting uh, yeah, yeah. To, uh, is dance really yeah it, I mean who knows where yeah. you would be if you hadn't been dancing
1: True, truly and it is a good um, reminder of that the principle we can all know but it is it, it's hard to remember you know we can set out with certain goals and we can like they can be the ultimate thing to us right Right. and sometimes it's really painful when those things deviate right, right? but we eventually see, often, that if we hadn't gone down a certain path and had that painful deviation, we ultimately would not have come to the point we are, which is better than where we originally envisioned ourselves.
2: Right, to right, be, right. Which is cool. Yeah, I think that is something that's good for anyone in the, trying to go into the entertainment industry to think about. And I've, I guess I've talked about that a few times, but um, it is necessary because... People will th- will get in their head just one outcome. Got to be this one thing, right, right? A comic, or mind. or someone might, or especially an improviser might say, "I got to be on SNL or mm-hmm. The Daily Show," mm-hmm. or if they're stand up, they'll they might say, "Like, oh, I've got to be X amount of famous," and you know, yeah. and that's the only thing they get tunnel vision right. with you totally that, love and
1: yourselves. yeah. And truth be told, talk about I, this is a great moment in time to even be able to picture this, right? That you know, 10, 15, 20 years ago. People could not have imagined the jobs and the way tech has changed things, right? Oh yeah. Talk about participating in that and understanding the way that our industry is so driven by those changes and new talent and new ideas. Right. That if you have total tunnel vision, it's a little. It's so understandable because it's like human nature. Mm -hmm. But um, you know, it's kind of against that we we pride ourselves on being very creative and thinking out of the box and mm-hmm. so sometimes we i guess should be re- remind each other that it's okay to think that way about our own lives mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. just our work um much, That's much a, easier said than done but. it is
2: easier said than done but it's really great that you mention it because we don't only need to think about it when it comes to career we do need to think about it when it comes to our life yes. as well you yes, know like that is
1: it's our lives first you know yeah you it's you're a yeah in person and, right you know, i mean there's so many people
2: to, who get to the place that they envision they wanted yeah. to be and they're unhappy yeah. because they haven't found Even happiness elsewhere the
1: life yeah from the inside
2: exactly out. exactly yeah. Yeah. yeah that's that's
1: well it's a great reminder to find people if one can obviously just building a community of people who kind of hold you to that um keep you kind of moored to the, mm-hmm. the things that you believe in and having a believing in your personal life first and all that stuff Mm -hmm. but having people that even are in the creative world as well who believe that to try and surround yourself so that we always kind of check each other a little bit like hey yo just remember this is like (laughs) it's just singing it's just dancing it's just acting you know like it's it's important i'm not trying to like you know all
2: right brush it off
1: but yeah
2: that's very wise. You I just used the word moored, you know, like oh, how uh, Well, some of that where does goes that come some from?
1: of that goes back to um <laughs> reading Jane uh, my, Austen reading all Austen, the time, right?
2: <laughs> <because> <laughs> okay.
1: I was homeschooled. You probably could pick.
2: You know pick what? That up. You know that that uh-huh. makes a lot of sense. Yeah. That makes yeah. a lot of sense because um, Justina Justina's is homeschooled.
1: Really? I did not know. I have to talk to her.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we have a few friends who are homeschooled and for me growing up and I don't know what it's been like the last 15 years for people or 20 years, but um, when I heard about people who are home homeschooled, it was
1: schooled, like a quacks. It was right? Like, yeah. It
2: was like the weird <laughs> they live kid
1: in the like you know in the trailer home. Right? Or
2: or, or they're just under a rock. You know, like they're real intelligent, but they just don't
1: know the They're like an
2: alien from outer space because they don't understand anything, and they yeah. they socially they're very awkward and weird. Yes. And that's just not been my experience yeah. with all for, of the people I've met.
1: Yeah, you know, I think that the truth is that obviously there's. Examples of any particular one of those instances, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. wherever, right? Right. And that the biggest, um, like, I don't know, um, factor to those mm-hmm. things is your home. I mean, your parents are your first teachers.
2: Right, right. So it's right. really,
1: it, we're still just, you know, in a way, it's you're blessed one way or the other, and you have mm-hmm. to... Mm-hmm as you become more self-aware, you have to kind of gauge, like, okay, maybe I need to work a little more on this, or I need to work a little more on this, whether you're going to school or whether you're homeschooled. Right. Um, but I was really lucky to have um, a very, you know, special, great parents. And my mother had this great vocabulary and demanded okay. we all use this great vocabulary. And, you
2: know, <laughs> it, was, it was great. It was a lot um, of fun. What do your parents do?
1: Yeah, so um, my dad was a... Um, well, we would joke about this, but so he was a, he was a mechanical engineer in aeronautics and space. Mm-hmm. But the part we would joke we didn't we didn't joke about that. We <laughs> joked about though the fact that that kind of meant he was a rocket scientist. Okay. So you know he'd like help my brothers with um, Boy Scout stuff outings, oh, yeah, and they yeah. would be teaching the kids you know different knots or whatever. And um, and they'd be like, you guys, this is not rocket science, but just in case we have one. So we'd always joke about that. <laughs> so my dad was a rocket scientist. And um my mom, um, she was an interpreter for the deaf and taught sign language, mm-hmm. but um did a lot of literature and you know, performing herself growing up. So they were a great blend of the mathematical and the, you know nice. other sciences. So Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Um we were talking about something just a little bit ago now. Um we was it singing, uh mm-hmm. acting.
2: Right. And how you got into that
1: yes yeah, so, through Oh, and we we're talking about letting things like kind of guide you a little bit. Mhm. I mm-hmm. just was thinking about that because it um, the dancing and this is just I just want to go back to this before I totally forget. Dancers um, I don't know if, if you follow like Russian ballet dancers they uh, really I've
2: awesome. heard of
1: uh <laughs> it's like I've, I've heard that they knew dance. I know
2: that. I'm familiar like, with them <laughs> the ball- <laughs> Yes.
1: Well, one thing that's kind of fun is they um, they consider themselves first and foremost as actors and oh, that their bodies are just a continuation of the tool.
2: Interesting. So they, okay.
1: It's, it's just a thing that it's, it's, really quite random now that I'm bringing this up while I'm talking about oh. my family, but it's something that <laughs> they, you just don't know what's going to help you. Whether so, whether it's like we just talked about.
2: Right. My, yeah. My you don't know what's going like to come to you. Right. Whatever, and what's going to, yeah. yeah, no, that's yeah. absolutely right. That's yeah. really absolutely right. Yeah. Um, because you don't, you know, like yeah. who knows what so many things that exist were made by accident. True, yep. <laughs> you know, totally true. yeah, totally true. Peanut butter was made by accident. I did not know that. They were, the guy was trying to make uh, glue. What I think, uh, from my understanding, he no, was trying to make a glue from peanuts. That's so
1: funny. And he
2: ended up making um, the
1: delicious sandwich, right? Apartment. Oh gosh,
2: one of the best things ever. I, I know. I, <laughs> I just butter. had
1: something with peanut butter in it on my way here. <laughs> yeah,
2: I had some peanut butter earlier. You know, it's yes. you can't go wrong with a little piece. of good source of protein. Good source of protein. It's delicious. You know, mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Especially when you have it. Covered in chocolate. (laughs) Exactly. They are the perfect pair. Also, very good. Cocoa powder is
1: good. I think there's they say there's antioxidants in there or something.
2: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) They're both very, very good for you. Um,
1: (laughs) No, but you're right. Yeah, you
2: never never know. know, Like the, it's great to aim for certain things, but
1: help guide you. Right. But But who
2: knows what's going to come of that? Yeah. So you know, uh, like the. I had certain things that I w- was hoping would happen upon moving here, but there yeah. are certain things that have happened that are great that I yeah, had no sense of.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's true. It's sort of funny. Sometimes it it can be challenging to... I think anybody, if they get into a, a little bit of a cynical mindset, especially in this business where you can feel like you just don't know if something's going to work out. and right. And so if that happens long enough, you can start to feel like you do know. You're just going to mm-hmm. be like, you know what? I know nothing's going to work out and blah, blah, blah. Whatever. No,
2: you get very depressed yeah. and down and out of yeah. experience. And right, it's yeah. sort of
1: funny that the very thing that actually bothers us in a way that we don't know what our future is going to look like, is actually, it can be a really, a good thing. You don't know what your future is going to look like. Right. I mean, things just as much as... It can be frustrating to say like I don't know what I'm gonna, my life looks like in 6 months. I don't know if I'm going to get a contract. It's going to take me out of the city or mm-hmm, whatever. Mm-hmm. You also don't know. You could you people the do get calls thing could happen out of to the you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah. I've gotten work completely out of the blue. The commercial cool. I did a few months ago was completely out of the blue. It wasn't something I auditioned for or submitted wow. for.
1: Wow. How did how did it happen? Was it some like old networking? It was an old
2: networking thing. It That's was a, cool. a guy I worked with in South Carolina who moved up here a couple of years before I did. Uh-huh. Um, just messaged me and said, "Hey, I think you'd be great for this." I
1: love that. I yeah, love that. you know. Also, that's a cool um, segue, I guess, into that. People often think that you know, it. This world is competitive because there are a lot of us and there are a lot of very right, talented right. people. But mm-hmm. the people that are really professionals, the people that are gonna have staying power, mm-hmm. are not competitive in a. Kind of nasty way, right? There's a difference between like competition for like quantity of work Mm -hmm. versus like competition in your attitude, right? I think there's a lot. Like if I'm not right for a role, I see you know Mm -hmm. breakdown for. I'm like you know what? I know a bunch of other sweet little actresses who would be like perfect (laughs) for this thing, right? Like I'm gonna send them a note. Like somebody's somebody's gonna get the job. I want somebody to get the job. You know?
2: Yeah, you know, um someone who is on the podcast a little while ago named jimmy quo basically gave that same
1: point
2: yeah i mean he was saying that um if you find out about something share it with people yeah you know like don't be so competitive that you won't
1: even if if you're doing it for Mm -hmm. it's kind of a selfish you know Mm -hmm. ultimately for your own even if you're doing it for that reason it will actually help you out people appreciate that years from now they're gonna Mm -hmm. be like you know what like Jason or Melissa, like yeah. thought of me, and they would be perfect for this. Like I'm going to spread the love a little bit. So yeah,
2: it you is know, self-serving.
1: And it's... Even if even if we should do it for an altruistic.
2: You know, I, I've I agree, and I don't think it's a bad thing to be a little selfish sometimes because yeah. you have to be. Self care is inherently selfish. For, yeah. Um, there's certain things, certain times where you have to think about yourself.
1: Yeah. Um,
2: and that is being selfish, but I I've gotten kind of. Like, cynicism is boring to me. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm way over it now. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, part of, like, I, I keep hearing this thing that cynics have said of when it comes to altruism is nothing is 100% altruistic. So what? Yeah. Does that matter, really? Does yeah, that mean no, that it has no, no value just because no. it's not 100? What is 100% whatever? You right. know, like, nothing right, right, is. Right, 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 So, like...
1: We live in a community, yeah. It's yeah. It's about... I mean... You could kind of say the same then, but self-sacrifice. People are clearly mm-hmm. self-sacrificing. Mm-hmm. And somebody could say, well, they're not really doing it because they love you because they think it's for their own like good to be self-sacrificing. Mm-hmm. But it, it totally...
2: That's it's just a,
1: that's they're running a, a loop in their heads. They, they so they're are... To,
2: they're, yeah, they are... I feel like they're being a little intellectually biased. dishonest about it, and they're intentionally overlooking the fact that both things happen yes like yeah. you did something for someone else and you did something that helped you as well yeah. or was good for you but in you some know, way
1: the, i guess the thing to counteract their their argument in that way is you don't necessarily know mm-hmm. so you just we really do only have today right um
2: might as well it, spend it doing nice things yeah <laughs> i mean
1: you truly i remember it was some years ago i i was kind of in a grumpy mood or something, and
2: can't imagine it. I cannot imagine <laughs> I was grumpy. But
1: I was, I was kind of in a, a grumpy mood, mm-hmm. and um, and I remember I was just walking along the street, and I like looked up and saw some, like our eyes met, and I just we just smiled or something, mm-hmm. or and I remember, or I remember it was that, or maybe it was the same thing. I looked up and saw someone, and I was like just taken by the expression on their face, like, mm-hmm. I was like, what are they thinking? And then our eyes met, and then we smiled, and I remember that walking away for the next couple minutes which is wild when you think about that for a couple instances our eyes met we smiled and I uh-huh. walked away I remember being so lifted beca- and then I realized why it was because I'd stopped thinking about myself for a few seconds
2: oh that's nice
1: and so I was just like oh man if I could just remind myself to, like just get you know you are important but get you out there. it's yeah. this paradox of like you know you have to give away your life to, mm-hmm. to save it kind right, of thing. right right um, it's just a good reminder
2: it is that's really great I, you know there's some philosophy someone told me it's of a religion i don't practice yeah um i think it was um buddhist but i don't yeah. know yeah um and i and for all good, i know like they could have been wrong sure, <laughs> right Sure. Sure. but she was it was a good friend of mine and she was saying that there is um a philosophy within i believe that religion that mm-hmm. was when you do something for something else the the joy you get from that is true yeah you yeah. do something nice for them and what you receive As in return gift. yeah um not necessarily them giving you something no, but in, it becomes in return. its own right memory. just seeing their face light up or yes. or you know whatever you get that's positive from that you
1: know this, this is a perfect this what a perfect thing to bring up actually talk about performing mm-hmm. my performance improv all this stuff you that's the whole like Point of synergy, right. And and community, you know, <laughs> right, right. You're creating something that totally doesn't, but you can't go about. You don't. It's not like these people are going about just trying to find this right. feeling. They're just going about trying to do a good job. You know, yeah. They're these
2: like love comedy and, and want to do it, and they want to get in front of people and do it. And, and then and,
1: something happens. Is built right. in the
2: moment. And there are those special moments when like something came out of you you didn't know was in there and then everyone laughs (laughs) right right then people laugh and then and and it catches you off guard and you laugh maybe and then later someone says like that was such a great moment that that all feels nice you know like you're like they're happy you're happy everyone's happy (laughs) (laughs) that's a great moment you're both receiving something from something you did uh and you were trying to get the laugh, but you weren't trying to get them to come up after you yeah, later yeah, and tell, yeah, you know, like...
1: Totally. And you only get the laugh by letting go of the need to get the laugh.
2: Yeah, yeah, right? yeah.
1: It's that, yeah. That, and you, you've
2: again. been to one of my shows. Yeah, it was, great. Um, it was so a, a class show at that. Yes. Which is, listen, people who go to class shows... Yeah. Are the best people. <laughs>
1: oh, thank you. Now you continue. Please tell me how wonderful I am. No, I had a great time. Seriously,
2: it's hard to get people out sometimes to, really? to a, a student show. Yeah. Because they, they're like, well, they're students. And then you also brought somebody that yeah. was like an interesting person. So yeah. that was just like nice of you. Oh, well, it kind of goes yeah, back fine. to you saying of just like, if you knew someone liked, who's good at know, something, you share.
1: I've been, yeah, yeah, totally. I've been gifted by so many people that were just generous with their time. And it makes you, it does make you want to pass that on. You know, yeah it really
0: mm-hmm.
1: it really costs nothing and in fact it gives you something a little bit just to feel yeah. like you did what you could like right there's right. little sometimes that we feel we can do you know if i if i could i would you know give every actor every comic i know like a, a really great gig a paying mm-hmm. like job mm-hmm. to perform have given this great platform but i can't do that right now at least so um until then like connecting people and yeah and yeah. it was a great show i I mean, Thanks. my hat is off to <laughs> improv folk. Uh, that's a scary thing. So it's great, great. I mean, I've done a little tiny bit in classes. Yeah. Um, just enough to have even more.
2: Improv is great. for. It's a great acting tool.
1: Yes, it is.
2: I mean, that's yes, how it started, it actually. Yeah. That's, how, that's where it was birthed from, was, was people doing exercises because they wanted to it learn happens. more. Yeah, they wanted to learn more about who the character was. That wasn't already in the script. Yeah. So they took the things they did know and then yeah. started just trying to improvise and see you what I back sort I think the reason
1: it's with. scary is it really is only scary. I would imagine if you're going about. You know what it does? It highlights the fact that even if we are performing and we know we shouldn't really be doing any of it because of <laughs> people's response, we do still want affirmation. We don't want to come up yeah. on the stage and like fall on
2: our face. Right. Fist. Right.
1: But, um, that's the only reason that it really because otherwise improv seems to me then it's it's just imagination in the moment so Mm -hmm. you just have to let go more fully of the need to like have this package pretty.
2: what goes back to what you were saying about um the future you yeah. know, because you don't know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So even if it's the immediate future, yes. go- I'm going on stage later. Like I, I don't know no what's going to happen. Right. I <laughs> mean, I'm, I'm going to be in a show at eight and I yes. have absolutely no idea what yeah. we're going to do. I don't well, know what uh, the suggestions going to be. Can you imagine be, you know? how
1: many times that ability to be on your feet live mm-hmm. and quick and just, you know what it does? It's, it's, it's great because it really is not being selfish. It's really being focused on the people around you. You and have to in order
2: things. to, when you, yeah. Yeah. When you're thinking about yourself, like I have to have a good idea, or I have to be funny, or I have no. to get a laugh, it's not gonna. It's not gonna happen. Yeah. You're gonna have a worse time. Um, you're not gonna serve anybody. Right. You're not gonna serve the scene. That's right. there's a lot of talk with. I, I like the improvisers who talk about serving their fellow improvisers on stage, but also servicing the scene. Yeah, as if like the show itself, yes. the set itself is its own entity that exists. Mm-hmm. And you need to be open to it and be there for it in an That's honest way. And the people also say the same thing when it comes to a script. I want to serve yeah. the script. Yeah. Um, so it's all... It's, it's connected. Yeah.
1: And talk about actually then the way that it... Probably one of the reasons it makes us, quote, happier at times mm-hmm. when we do that... Re- properly is it's like that moment when i realized i'd stopped thinking about myself when i saw this other person right when you stop thinking mm-hmm. about i mean this doesn't mean don't be self-aware that's a different thing it's right like awareness right. is its own thing
2: but, but you like, were thinking about what was getting you, just you take down it in stride yeah There's, you say yeah. okay this
1: is where i am mm-hmm. i'm on I'm stage right and i'm doing this <laughs> and this right like yeah being
2: present is such a difficult task Sure can be, yeah. um because it happens being truly present is picking up on everything that's going on and not dropping any of it. Like Mm. if I'm only thinking about what my day has been that I'm not really being (laughs) fully present. Right. Or, or yeah, you know what I'm going to have later. Um, yeah, you can think about your day up to that point and like what upset you
0: yeah.
2: or what am I going to do later today Mm -hmm. or tomorrow and you know, such and such bills do and I don't have the money or whatever. Um, that's, being aware of your surroundings, but only the ones that, are, that directly real, like, that really affect energy. you. Yeah. Um, but if you're thinking about other people who you're around right. as well, and you're yeah. picking up on everything they're saying, right. It's it. that's really being present. Yes. And it's taking everything as it comes and goes, yep. as opposed to getting fixated on, on the past happened. or the future. Right, yeah. right. I mean, it was that line of John Lennon's life is what happens when you're busy making other plans. I mean... Mm-hmm. It's you're <laughs> focusing great. on this other thing, yeah. yeah um, and great. not not paying attention to what's present,
1: yeah. Yeah, that's great. That's beautiful, talk about a beautiful little <laughs> inspiration for the day,
2: yeah. yeah. You know, and it's but you're right, you know, if you don't know what's going to happen, yeah, and it could be the people do get nervous about going to we do can improv, just let but you don't know be,
1: what it's gonna yeah, be, yeah. We can just let ourselves be mm-hmm. well, we can choose, we can either be afraid the whole time or let that kind of free us and you know know that we only have the responsibility to act in the moment as we can given Mm -hmm. the information that we have right and that let each day have its each day has its own problems yeah there's like there's a bible passage of that oh right right yeah tomorrow tomorrow will worry about itself itself, right
2: right? Mm -hmm. totally Mm -hmm.
1: so you know, just, that, that <laughs> pertains to all of us, no matter our beliefs. Like, just take the day uh, as yeah. it comes. Yeah,
2: you know, like, tomorrow's going to worry about it itself. <laughs> it will. So don't worry about it now. Right. It's not going right. to change you don't anything. Know you
1: know have it. It's,
2: yeah. You know, yeah, sure. there's so many times where I'm worrying about something, and then when it comes, it wasn't bad. Yes. I got through it. Yes. You know, the, the... It was not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's just, you don't know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so just... Just, enjoys, be, you know, yeah, just be yeah ex- acceptance is a big deal yes, acceptance is something yes. that's truly hard
1: <laughs> it is truly hard but yeah yeah i mean just reality that's the beautiful thing about it like mm-hmm. take the givenness of reality mm-hmm, and that, that helps you know we we can feel i think often a, a paralysis because of what we feel is like endless possibilities but if mm-hmm, we allow mm-hmm. accepting what actually is there's a lot of like freedom. So much
2: freedom, so much power. Like I cannot imagine. You
1: know, I just don't have to, to fix
2: it. I don't nah. have to take the reins. Like right. I just have to move forward be and, responsible I, and for what
1: I can do, mm-hmm. helping those that I can, and,
2: mm-hmm. and accept that. how like whatever mm-hmm. comes yeah. when I move forward. It's it's also like you can or you should obviously fully experience the emotions that yes, come up good and are, bad
1: they are they're actually a part of that given this they're mm-hmm. just part of what are right but
2: well, when you <laughs> have forever. this freedom over things as you as you were talking about yeah. even the bad ones you go okay you know that that's bad. what's happening yeah. and something good's going to come from this right. or or this is what i'm learning through this tough it. situation yeah. but it's also good to just I, I i've only maybe twice in my entire life felt this way but um it's also good sometimes just to know that you feel that feeling. Yeah. You know, like when something... It's I Like guess horrible there, happens. Yeah. You know, I guess there were a couple... Like, I think there was one time when like... <laughs> um, Someone I wanted to go out with didn't want to go out with me yeah. and it hurt real bad. Yeah, yeah. Totally. But I remember thinking like this proves that I like them a lot. Yeah. And it's kind of nice to like someone that much. Yeah, it you is. Know? It's like, better
1: to like someone that much than to have them not exist, is which right, basically yeah. which yeah. you have to be like, well, that's great. like wonderful that they, <laughs> right. they exist. Right. Yeah. And it's that whole spectrum of the emotions of humanity. I guess that, mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. you know,
1: people talk about, like, we joke about FOMO, right? You know, right, missing out. most right. of the time we want it to be with the fun stuff. You know, the cool <laughs> party or whatever. But it, it's not like we all want to really want to feel the depths of despair or something. Mm-hmm, but, mm-hmm. you know, when you feel... You, you're getting to, you're really participating in, you know,
0: mm-hmm. thousands
1: mm-hmm. and thousands of years of human emotion, and you haven't skipped out on it, which it's, is a good thing. <laughs> you're right.
2: I mean, it's a very like unique thing. It. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. <laughs> just feel
1: that it's
0: okay. Go over. Oh
2: yeah. You know, it's, I think just saying, you know what? I feel this way, and that's okay that I feel this way, is sometimes the only way you can really accept it. Yeah. But it does. It's that it's another Bible verse, yeah. but it's it's that um, I guess it was uh, Paul's about yeah. the, when when you have trials, it's like yeah, a it great thing,
1: per- per- perseverance. right? You know, consider like, it joy. C- consider it <laughs> well, pure I will, joy. I will try to consider it. That's
2: <laughs> so hard. It is. Yeah. You know, it's a great one. A it's a and fun. it's so it's whenever I think of it, it's it's so true
1: consider it pure joy isn't it when you you experience trials of any kind For it develops mm-hmm. perseverance I just botched mm-hmm. it a little
2: mm-hmm. bit but, but you know yeah. there's so many like
1: that
2: yeah I mean but there's so many uh, uh, Bible um, translations this yes. is just the most American thank you <laughs> thank you just please
0: <laughs> excuse
2: whatever yeah, it's all
1: the translations not <laughs> Melissa's new memory one.
2: no, um, no yeah. but it's true it, it's, it's you know again whether you you know, regardless of your, your belief your system, beliefs, yeah. uh, that's you are going to learn something mm-hmm. through the experience, and the fact that you are alive and can learn
1: something—that's
2: yeah. a gift, right? It's it's tough. Yeah. It's tough to learn that, and that's something that people talk a lot about in improv too. Of just right. like I've heard Stephen Colbert talk about this. Mm. Another Catholic, yeah, an yeah, 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 but he's talked about when he was in Chicago and studying improv and learning there's there's someone I can't remember the person's name who said learn to love the bomb. Mm-hmm. Because you're on stage still, it's going poorly. It's, you gotta you still have to be able to perform oh, in great. that situation. So you still have to learn to love that situation. And it's accepting the bad and being just as okay and just yes. as in love with that yep. as you would be if what it's going great. great.
1: Also this is amazing. I was just Bringing this up to someone, I can't remember who or how now that it came up in our conversation, but it was about, I'd remembered when I was doing a lot of the ballroom competition, Mm -hmm. that one of my coaches was like, you know what, you have to learn to like the things that most people don't like if you want to succeed, Mm -hmm. and particularly in this case, he said... You know, most of the time we all love the performance or, you love the competition. Or you love, mm-hmm, you get mm-hmm. to love that little fruit of your work. He's like, but the people who get to enjoy that fruit the most and do the best, they're the ones who've learned to like the hard part, which is practicing. Yeah. So it's like what you said with the, you know, learn to love the bomb. Like mm-hmm. that's, that's cool. That's yeah. hard, but it's where it lies. Like learn to it's, love the it's sweat weird and it, the suffering. Right. Again. I mean,
2: that is, it's. That is part of the process. It's all... It's The other fun
1: stuff would not be there without it.
2: Right, right. I mean, that... I think um, I was reading something on... I believe it was Mm -hmm. Um, cracked.com. But I think the CEO, the person who founded that website, was saying that... uh, I believe... uh, Hopefully I'm not botching. Maybe it'll just be the Jason Farr translation. But (laughs) I believe what he said was the progress is in the process because mm-hmm. um or, or the yes. point he was making was a lot of people they want the ends but they don't want to put the effort in to yeah. get those ends totally. and sometimes like it's just hate that one thing that everyone else hates doing you, you have just, to enjoy doing that part
1: yeah or at least embrace it even if you're like oh it doesn't feel very good but i'm gonna just not feel very good for right
2: a few. A or ex- it go, just i guess it. it does go back to acceptance yeah. I'm like, this is what's happening right now. And that's, that's a uh, embracing that moment is, is necessary. But also I gotta imagine that is more, that's healthier for you mentally, you know, because yeah, I amen. think so many people, especially in our industry, mm-hmm. they put so much effort to try to get this one outcome. And when that outcome doesn't come, yeah. they're like, I wasted all this awesome. time. Yeah. Well, no. you could have been enjoying all this yeah. time. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. if you weren't just like this has to end in this particular way, yeah. you would have enjoyed it more.
1: It's very, it's very narrow-minded when mm-hmm. you think about it, for especially for a group of people that, again, pride themselves on <laughs> not being narrow-minded. Right. You know? <laughs> I mean, it's it's yeah, it's something we have to help and mm-hmm. work on, but it's tough. Yeah, but that's a great. That's something that it's good to be reminded of for myself. Yeah. Thinking about
2: that, yeah. Um, I want to talk to you about the work you've done here. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've had a great conversation, yeah, and I don't want to uh, like gloss over this. Yeah, but you've okay. been off Broadway. You've yeah. done these great plays. Um, you did. Uh, we saw you Guys in and Guys and Dolls, and but yeah. you've also done West Side Story yeah. here.
1: Yeah, uh, I did that actually back out on the oh, West Coast. But, oh, right.
2: But, you yeah. went back.
1: From it, the, was it was right after before.
2: you moved here. No, it was actually. It was right, right before, before you moved. Okay. But you know what? The
1: tricky thing. Didn't maybe you travel somewhere for? I did. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, you've done a very wonderful job at keeping track of it. Anyway, <laughs> and it's confusing because I will sometimes do pieces. From like those shows or material again somewhere else, or I'll do a video, oh, or I'll do
2: some yeah, like yeah. I did.
1: I think the thing you were thinking of was I did a a show in California, um, Long Beach is. Uh, it was aboard the Queen Mary, which mm-hmm. is a mm-hmm. ship I had not heard about, and mm-hmm. it is apparently a sister ship to the Titanic. <laughs> it was the one that did not go down. <laughs> um, so that was re- really that fun, is interesting. But, yeah, kind of random, um, but very fun and um, the the decks this is totally irrelevant but the decks were so s- smooth because they're so old i'm walking around in these my like oh, long dress wow. and these yeah. heels, and i'm truly just doing a penguin walk to just try not to like biff it on this like you know hundred year old deck so that was kind of fun but i think that i think that was what you were thinking of perhaps
2: it must have been yeah aware. Yeah. I, I remember something about you going away after we yeah. met to do yeah. something. Yeah, and that must have been it.
1: Yeah, well, it was so good of you and Justina to come out for the.
2: Oh, we loved now. it. It was in Babylon. Yes, which was a which million so years exciting. away from here. It's like a light year yes. away, actually. And yeah. um, it's, it. I mean, we had to go to the end of Queens, right? Did, yeah.
1: Well, it was out in like uh, Long Island. It's <laughs> off the Long Island Railroad, kind of near.
2: Mm-hmm. Or Fire
1: Island or something. It's right. basically out there. It's way out it's there. So it's cute.
2: Like people who live in Long Island don't go as far as they're like, oh wow. But it was so cute. We loved it. We it's loved really going. Cute. We really, cute. really like the show was great. You were fantastic. And then after the show, since it it's was we went to a matinee. Out there. Right. Some...
1: It's it We went to this
2: Awesome bar. Yeah, which it... do you
1: remember? Was it like
2: I remember what it looks like. I don't remember what it's called. I no, okay. we probably could walk there again yeah. um, if we went out there, but it felt like being back home.
0: Oh, really? So it
2: was. That's it looked. Nice. It looked like the areas around it, like a little bit of Asheville or Brevard, and a little bit of Simpsonville, even like oh, it. Cute. Simpsonville's. Not Asheville. <laughs>
1: okay.
2: When it comes to like being nice, cute
1: things about
2: them. Right, In yeah. the, and there's a quaintness, and uh-huh. um, there's so much greenery. Like, I, know, I was like, I know. what? what is, where know. are we? It, it, it is, was great.
1: It's so nice. It was really pleasant to have that built into a show
2: for mm-hmm. me. I mean, it
1: was. It, it, it was about an hour from Penn Station for me, so it wasn't too mm-hmm, bad. It mm-hmm. you know it depends where you're coming from. It's a little tricky, but it was nice to have that built in a couple times every week to get the fresh air and the green. Yeah. Air. And you know we're on the train and I'm looking at houses go by with yards <laughs> and I'm like, oh, wow, people have houses with yards. <laughs> so nice, we were stuff.
2: just somewhere that had uh, some yardage. You yeah. know there's some we yards like, wow. and I was like, oh, Exalted. this is nice. Or maybe I just had a dream of that. I can't remember where we (laughs) were. Maybe I was
1: just having, it was just a mirage. I don't even know at this point.
2: This weekend was nuts because we went a bunch of places on, on Saturday. Okay. Um, but it might have been like in the Uber going oh, around yeah. Astoria. And I was like, oh, there are some places That's true. Yeah, it's that good to have like that. a yard and it's nice. But I, that really could have been a dream. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, it's, it, totally yeah, equal options either way. Um, could have been a pigment of my imagination.
2: Yeah. That's you funny. studied here, at some act, you did some acting studying yeah, here saw, at the Barrow Group, which is a yeah, fantastic place.
1: Yeah, really good memory. I don't
2: know. Um or don't you give me do too much research. credit okay. I did a little research good. remember some good, of good, this good, 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 good. Um I the barrel group I love, I, I, love I vaguely remembered something about yeah. that with you and then I was in research yeah. was reminded yeah. of it So
1: I took um so yeah with the training and everything um really you and you know this You're still you're mm-hmm. always doing this you have to keep you have to keep working you know yeah. it's, it's it's your craft it's your instrument mm-hmm. you know I mm-hmm. take voice lessons as often as I can and Yeah I, Practice a couple times a week. We have an hour of practice every mm-hmm, day if mm-hmm. I, you know, I can. Um, so, with uh, yeah, the Barrow Group, it's uh, I think I was doing a, a Shakespeare class mm-hmm, with their mm-hmm. um, one of their co-directors, Seth Barish, who's just so great. He just keeps it so real. He doesn't, mm-hmm. you know, everybody's got their own technique and what. There is what a certain approach
2: that people take <clears throat> with Shakespeare sometimes.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. but his for Shakespeare, but also just for the way he views acting, mm-hmm. something I just so appreciate, and it's just simple. He's like, you know, you sometimes particular um, different techniques can just kind of give you a headache. I'm just like, I, I don't want to think about my dog being dead from <laughs> 10 years ago, now while I'm yeah. looking at this person, I right. think about, you know, what, what works for if that works for you, then that works for you. Then yeah, but that, two, yes, I think but. it
2: was Chekhov who didn't like that. Yeah. Yeah. He he like he'd studied originally in that, like, but he was like no, yeah. like what?
1: Yeah, <laughs> we
2: should do <laughs> something being else. What about being present? Exactly. Yeah, you know,
1: like at the moment, it
2: kind of feels like faking it if you are saying like, okay, I'm going to say these lines that are the specific context is yeah. something else, but I'm right. going to be thinking about something completely unrelated in a way. completely different world. So, that can feel like faking it. I yeah. get that.
1: Yeah, so that's at least the way I
2: mm-hmm, I
1: mm-hmm. feel and work. Best is not doing that, and so um, mm-hmm. I really liked uh, Seth's classes there. They do great work. Um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: So yeah, I've, I've uh, done some things there. Where else? A couple. I did some things back in Seattle before I came. Um, I've have also really found it helpful to have, um, you know, you have to have people in your own corner specifically who know you and mm-hmm. your work and mm-hmm. your and your particular challenges and strengths because oh, at the okay. end of the day, you know, we are. If we products, and this is a crude way of, do, of talking about it, but mm-hmm. if you are a product to tell particular stories or mm-hmm. help people tell, you mm-hmm. know, as a tool to tell mm-hmm. those stories.
2: You have a delivery have, system of yeah, your own. You, yeah. you
1: have different things to offer and that's what makes, that's what actually will make you set apart. That's yeah. what will get you the work ultimately. They want to see Jason's version, to see of to see right, version of this. They want right. to see who you are. They want to They don't want to see some just beige kind of right. vanilla. What do you think?
2: Sometimes they put that in. I saw a submission. I yeah. submitted for something earlier. And they said like charismatic and something else. Mm-hmm. And they, then they were like reference point. Uh, Zach Galifianakis and mm-hmm. Tim Heidecker. And I was like what <laughs>
1: okay.
2: so should i not
1: yeah, submit so for tricky. this
2: like i hate it when people say that sort of stuff me,
1: yeah me too and in fact actually i have some friends who this one who was in um, casting something at one point and he just said if you really think you're right submit because he's mm-hmm. like he was telling me he'd had a friend who was an actress and he was casting something, and she was like, you really should bring me in for this. And he's like, no, no, you're just not what I'm thinking. And she's like, no, you mm-hmm. really need to see mm-hmm. me for this. And mm-hmm. finally, he just was like, fine, fine, come in and audition. And he's like, I was blown away. I did not ever see her in that mm-hmm. light until she came in and showed me.
2: No, I've so, heard of that. That was what, about, um, I don't know, yeah, not know, knowing heard...
1: yourself, I guess. and
2: yeah. I heard Matthew Perry had to do that with friends for Chandler. Oh, I don't know, know if that. you are familiar with friends. I do friends. know of
1: friends. I have heard of friends.
2: <laughs> Thank goodness. No, but he, d- so. he did say that he like read the script. And was like I'm kind of this guy. Mm-hmm. Like I, I at least this. in
1: like inside, maybe people don't know it, but I know it.
2: Right, right. Yeah. I mean, not in his the way he delivered. He doesn't say, "Could I be more?" You know, yeah. like he doesn't necessarily do that, but the neuroses <laughs> we're there <laughs>
0: that's great um
2: no it's it is something you do have to advocate for yourself yeah. in in a lot yeah. of situations and sometimes that's just like uh, keep going out for auditions yes. is advocating for yourself it is. or it is. you know get having a professional online presence yeah. um that looks consistent right. i mean there's i mm-hmm. i have an interesting relationship with Uh, some people, the way they put themselves out there, I think Mm -hmm. you should have an online presence, but some people, I feel like they,
1: it's a whole whole nother conversation, isn't it?
2: It is. And I won't get into it, but there's
1: touching on it is helpful. Right.
2: I I just, I want it to look real and genuine and sometimes it it doesn't look real and genuine. Right. right? And I just want it to look polished. I don't want it to look uh, like I just threw something out there. It's
1: like getting up and not Mm -hmm, being willing mm -hmm. to comb
2: your hair. Right, 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 right. right. (laughs) Um, But with my like social media, I'm not like super polished uh, when it comes to like my Instagram or something like that. But yours is very good. Like you have a, you, it's, it's, you're not overdoing anything with it you know you were putting stuff out there when it makes sense and and uh it's just nice it's it's simple and I I kind of appreciate the simple stuff more than when people overdo it
1: yeah I mean um thanks I'm glad you feel that way (laughs) it's I mean I've I've become aware that I you know you have to do it's so tricky we all want to I like it when I see other people's stuff so it was a good little kick for me being be like, you know what, I really do like it when I see,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, what you're talking about, the authentic, Right. you're not right, doing right. The, the total humble brag, <laughs> but like, you know, um, you just share and you can be, you just can be real about it. Um, yeah.
2: I mean, it's interesting. Everyone is, is just kind of saying, a lot of times it's just, well, my friends are following me and I just want to catch them up and this is an easy way to do yeah, that. Yeah. Totally. I mean, that's what so much of it is. Because, yeah. um, I I mean, I don't have fans
1: yeah well you know what's so. funny well you do I'm a fan but, <laughs> well, um, no but uh, yeah you know the reason <laughs> it's, I think they talk about it being important for the job stuff isn't so much it's not like at the moment you and I have millions
2: mm-hmm. of followers or something is it kind of like branding it's yourself it's for branding
1: but it's for casting too because mm-hmm. and this is actually a point to the friendship thing mm-hmm. people can't they can only see so much about you in that those two minutes in the audition room and mm-hmm. hopefully you are a really personable oh, you know okay. person to come in and say like hey I'm, mm-hmm. I am pleasant to work with I, I care mm-hmm. about you behind mm-hmm. the table you're not just a faceless you know entity um, and so I think sometimes they will they'll look people up on, on social media just to get a sense of like what are they, they like? like do they complain yeah. all the time like don't complain all the time on social media just don't do that you know I do um, it too
2: much on Twitter, but that's also what what's well, for what now. I yeah. try, I try to avoid Twitter. Yes, yes, yeah. <laughs> yes,
1: yeah. I, I think I have a Twitter account, but I, you know, as an actress, it's more Instagram and that stuff is more. Instagram good. is the, yeah.
2: is just the best social media. <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> it's. Yes. it's they so, can be so pleased.
1: We're affirming this global <laughs> entity. We, we agree that
2: it's, it's. But it's. I do think it's the best for comedians and actors because. Yeah. Um, you can, you can
1: get so much across you
2: can get a bunch of different things across yeah, and yeah. show a lot of th- nice things in there
1: yeah yeah that's something we'll continue striving for right as i see how that continues to grow and progress but,
2: yeah. yeah um well i'm very interested to see what's gonna come uh in the future from you you're right. super talented you've you. got a great singing voice. when i when i looked that up a while a long time ago i was like oh wow because there are a lot of people who are like singers there are a lot of you know good singers and there are a lot of uh serviceable singers (laughs) you know like they're they're getting the job done um (laughs) they're serviceable (laughs) but um you know you you're legit you know like you're super super talented thank you um uh I really appreciate you sharing all that with me. Um, I feel like we've only scratched the surface. Yeah, we could talk
1: for hours and hours We could,
2: and, uh, you know we can't today unfortunately uh, yeah. well I'm so
1: <laughs> but, touched that you brought me in
2: and oh I love that chat. we got to talk and, and hang out yeah. some and then chat about all of this stuff yes, yes. Yeah, this has been really great
1: well who knows maybe a couple years from now as this has continued to grow we can touch back in
2: and yeah you know when you're uh, cast on the hit NBC drama you know, Nirvana uh, <laughs> called Nirvana <laughs> me, it'll be Nirvana uh, it's <laughs> about in
1: Pearl Jam the girl who has
2: no idea <laughs> that would be funny that would be so funny if so. you were. Cast, right. then, uh, you wouldn't be the first person to be casting <laughs> something like, oh, I've never actually read a you comic it, book, yeah, but I am totally, yeah. totally. <laughs> well, it's funny that you
1: t- brought up Office, The Office earlier, mm-hmm. because they um, or well, not The Office, Friends.
2: Friends, yeah. About.
1: Friends, because there was a an off Broadway parody <laughs> musical about Friends. Oh, and I, I didn't that. For I went in and I was for like the like Rachel. Yeah. Yeah, I can and, see it. Uh, Well, I thought I was Rachel, but mm, they they're thought like I was Monica. I think it was just the the dark hair or whatever, but. Anyway, I I could see you
2: playing either.
1: Honestly. Thank you. Thank Mm you. That's my acting and chameleon. (laughs) But I had to I definitely had to do some last minute like which which episode should I watch everybody? So you know.
2: That's interesting. I honestly could see you I could see you playing Monica, but you don't come off as neurotic as she does.
1: Yeah, well thanks, that's true. Um. <laughs> we try very hard to just keep that. Yeah, yeah. We all, you know, that's the thing. We, like you are saying people mm-hmm. earlier, mm-hmm. just a minute ago, people not necessarily um, like the guy who went in for, you know, Chandler and stuff. Right, people Matthew always, Perry. Matthew Perry. <laughs> I'm
2: so old. No, it's <laughs> me. It's me you should be <laughs> apologizing to.
1: That's oh, my goodness. Anyway, all kind of same I'm stuff. I'm so but.
2: old. All right. Because
1: um. <laughs> we got to wrap up here.
2: <laughs> but, yeah, um, right. Yes,
1: There. Are, we all have... The point of this, the point, <laughs> we're going back to the point, mm-hmm. is that... We all have many facets. Right,
2: of who and, we are as yes, people. Because okay. Matthew Perry went yeah. on to do all this other stuff that very was different. completely different. Yeah, totally. Um, and before that, I guess he did stuff that was very different than, yeah. Yeah. than, uh, than Chandler.
1: So, our next installment, years from now, mm-hmm. we'll be checking in on my <laughs> having done Nirvana. <laughs> or whatever Nirvana, else it is. And you've movie. Done, yeah, something uh, else. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, um, this is support of the show where we... Try to create something together. Okay. Um see, what be? What could it be? Because we talked so much. I mean, we did talk a good bit about the uh, uh dance part of it, yeah. but I don't know how we how would, we would uh, demonstrate that in one a one podcast. Tricky thing. Um and uh I guess also just sort of talking about having a, a good mental uh, yes, mi- a good yes. mindset, a good a healthy mindset. Yeah. Um, so I don't know what...
1: Maybe this could be... Maybe we could involve the listeners this time. Instead mm-hmm. of us creating something here and now, this is, um, you know, having a, a mindset that just recognize. You know, people sometimes talk just about being positive. And mm-hmm. I'm not at all trying to... It's great to be positive when you're yeah. happy. But to our point earlier, you know, when there are hard things happening, mm-hmm. it doesn't actually do you any good to just skate over it. And, right. You know recognize it and then that's the only way it can become positive so I don't know what's maybe this is like kind of silly of a challenge but finding Hmm. what is not what's something that's challenging in your life and finding learning more about it what is this particular thing how can it affect you ultimately in a good way
2: you know, that reminds me of meditation. And mm-hmm. when we were talking about it earlier, it reminded me of that. Because yes. there are certain... Being mindful certain, and
0: present.
2: Being mindful and present. But then also just kind of... A, there's like an observational, like a senses yeah. meditation that I do. And at, 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 it's actually from the podcast. Okay. Um, and when what it says when you open your eyes and start looking around, to just sort of notice things and not oh. judge them. Mm. And that's a really good thing to just... Do anyway. (laughs) You know, notice, like, actually absorb what's happening to you and being aware of it, uh, but not judging it. Because I think everyone there's certain types of people when if someone compliments them, then they just sort of ignore it. Mm -hmm. It's in one ear out the other. They don't absorb it at all, and so they're they're not accepting it. Yeah. Uh, And and some of that's because of judging. And then there's the opposite. You know, when someone says something bad then uh, they just sort of... Or when something bad happens, mm-hmm. that's just like what happens in life and it's it not something that... Life. Yeah, you know, like you, it's just something you have to deal with. People right. won't deal with it because they just, uh, because they just don't want to... They don't want it's, to. It, it and it's understandable, sometimes. right? Yeah. Yeah. But we still have to. It's still there. Yeah. So if there's a way for people to notice when it happens and just observe it and not judge it yeah. and just say, well, this is what it means and this is why it happened... I think that could help a lot of people.
1: Yeah, yeah. Today, this this is great. I mean, it's the uh, what day is today? Well, it's towards this Wednesday, the, halfway through Wednesday, the week. Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. So hump I'm thinking day. about this hump day. What a great <laughs> like inspiration to yeah, just try and like for the rest of the week. Yeah. Take things um, in and well
2: this will I guess this will be released on a Tuesday. So still well, yeah have
1: the, the, the rest we'll of the week. We weeks. you
2: and I for the rest of the week yes. will we'll do we'll this. this. But this for when we put this, this out right <laughs> <laughs> we will uh you know encourage the, the listener yes. to think about what's going on, really observe it. Yeah. Don't judge it. Don't try to run away from it. Just think yeah. about maybe why it's there. Yeah. How it affects you. That's yeah. That's probably also something therapists suggest people do. Yeah. I've read that in self-help books. Yeah, totally. Actually, so yeah. that's what we've created here. We've
1: created <laughs> self-help, <laughs> self-help in the podcast.
2: Thanks that's so, so much for being here, um, Melissa. It's
1: been a great time. Thanks for having me. You're you're
2: awesome. Aw, you're awesome. You're very you're a delightful We're both awesome person. Together. Yeah. <laughs> Ow, daddy! really, really enjoyed that conversation. I hope you did as well. I'm so thankful that she took the time to sit with us and share her wisdom. I really loved what she was saying about not being negative about the future, assuming that things aren't going to work out, because you really don't know. The future hasn't happened yet, so you don't know what's going to happen, so don't get too caught up. I think that's such great advice, because it's so easy to just think, well, it hasn't happened yet. And why would it happen? And just get down in a negative spiral like that. Don't do it. It's not worth it. If you want to know more about Melissa, you can go to melissamericich.net. Link in bio. Also a link in bio to our newsletter. Subscribe to that. We have six more weeks including this one of our book giveaway and subscribing is an entry to win we're just here to help we just want to give you a little inspiration well folks that's today's episode until next time be good to each other
1: the music for the theme song was created by Neil Brooks the rap was written and performed by Nick Acevedo the logo for there it is was created by Jeff Prater the there it is podcast is produced by Jason Farr